Hi, I'm Janelle. And I'm Monique. And welcome to Is Marriage Worth It? We are just two single chicks, girls, women. Anything but females. Trying to figure out what marriage is like and is it worth it? I'm assuming the best place to get the answers is from married people. Maybe engaged people, newlyweds, and even other singles. Each episode, we will have a guest answering different questions we have or that you may have about marriage. Join us as we try to figure out, is marriage worth it? And if it is, I wonder if my future husband or yours is listening right now. Hi, I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And welcome back to another episode of Is Marriage Worth It? So our guests today are Daryl and Charlotte. And the way that they became a guest they found us all on their own. One day, a a DM popped into our Instagram and they gave a brief spiel about what they're about. I don't think I responded right away. And then all of a sudden, they found our Calendarly link where you can just sign up to be on the podcast. And so here they are. So thank you guys so much for finding us out and wanting to be a part of this conversation. Sure. Thank you. So to kick things off, can you just tell us a little bit about yourselves? Sure. You want to start? <laughs> do I? Do you? Okay. No. We do this all the time. <laughs> I'm Charlotte. <laughs> and uh, I'm the wife of this guy. Can't see it. I know because it's out of here. <laughs> of Daryl Baker. And we have been married. I know that's one of the questions, but we have been married 23 and a half years. We got married in 2000. Yes. <laughs> so almost 24 years now. Mm-hmm. Where did the time go? Yeah. <laughs> Keeps drifting and drifting. Yes. So um, we currently, we we're originally from Chicago. Oh, okay. Right That's town. where we're located. Okay. Yeah. Born and raised in Chicago. Um, we now live in Atlanta, Georgia area, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we've been here about 20 years now. Yeah. And um we have a um 21-year-old daughter and um and we um we basically we have some of the same characteristics and what I mean by that, you know, we both are uh people that that enjoy peace. So we 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 vibe together, okay? Mm-hmm. So we work together well and um you know, it's just been a great, a great, um, it's been a great journey. Uh, and let me shout out while you're talking about that. Let me shout out my daughter. She goes to Howard University, HBCU, her oh. third year. So I had to shout out for my baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's been a great journey for, you know, for, for, for the both of us as well. So, and um, we still yet uh, doing life together. We still doing marriage together we're doing it intentionally and um and we vibe it and so uh, i really appreciate her as being uh, being my wife and also being a mother of my daughter and being a great person okay so we're gonna get into your story so i know you said you guys have been married for 23 almost 24 years mm-hmm. so how did you guys meet mm-hmm <laughs> yeah, we used to work at a we used to work at a company together um, downtown Chicago at a law firm. She was there for for um, ten years, times, ten, ten years. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and so I was working there for a couple of years, and I, I've seen her, you know, pa- and passing, you know, here and there, 
And, uh, but uh, I was working there for two years before I really, really saw her. I seen her in passing, but I really saw her one day. Okay. <laughs> if that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought she was weird because of the fact that I would see her in the hallway. Some days I would know her name. Some days it would just <laughs> slip my mind. I'm like, and I would speak to her. And it seemed like every time I spoke to her, it seemed like she started running down the hallway. And I'm like, this girl's weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so one day when I really saw her, I asked her out and I asked her on a date, but I did all I did this in a in an email form, right? Because of fact I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be rejected. I had all these out clauses and I said if you want to bring someone, you can bring someone as well. Now who brings someone? Grown people bring someone on a date, but anyway, I'm just saying. <laughs> it was funny. I'm was just cute. saying, it was okay, it was cute. All right, <laughs> and so we went on our first date, and that was uh April 15th of 1999. He gets kudos, he remembers the date. Okay, and, come on, let's yeah, we and we went to Olive Garden, and uh, this just so happened we had on the same color outfit. I had a blue, suit. she had a blue dress. We did not plan it that way, it just kind of, it just kind of, you know. It just kind of worked out that way. And um, and we went from there and things just kind of unfolded, you know, from that from that time that um, that we went on a date until I proposed. The rest is history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have that email somewhere because it was so cute. It was so cute. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it just I I mean, I appreciate that you thought through everything just to make sure that you know in case it'd be yeah. an easier letdown i mean that makes sense though <laughs> yeah so and i Char- also thought he was weird Let, let's be clear we both we thought each other were weird seriously i i, I would look at him like he is not my type no way he's always running down the hall so he was thinking the same thing about me and i never i we didn't know until after facts so yeah <laughs> See, I Why walk, were you guys running down the halls? No, see, I, walked, I walked fast and I, I was, you know, basically looking, you know, right. always, you know, supporting, you know. He was in IT, so he was he always was always on the move. Yeah. Right? In IT, you got to be moving. So. Yeah, always moving. But, you know, <laughs> but I didn't was, know all that. She was a little, you see, well, she wasn't really, really running, but just a few. <laughs> yeah. that That's way. the way it seemed, yeah, to him. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. So, Charlotte, when you got that, email of him asking you out what was going through your head did you notice him at this point no Mm -mm. other than let me say this let me backtrack so I think it was a couple of Christmases prior to that so I didn't piece this together until after the fact I went to our Christmas party at our company with some other ladies and he just happened to be walking across her because I was getting a ride from her walking across her, her her truck and she just out of the blue, I hadn't said anything about him because I didn't know him. She said, Daryl will be a good guy for you, Charlotte. <laughs> I'm thinking, who? And I'm Damn. like, yeah. Oh, no, he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> anything else about it? So then fast forward two years. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting. I, I don't know I, how it happened, but I, I know it was divine. Yeah, it was divine timing. Yeah. So when I got that email, it was just like, okay, I'm really grown up. He's really grown up. You know, we're in a certain age bracket. So it's like, I don't need a chaperone. 
So I was thinking, man, that's kind of old school, you know, <laughs> but I did appreciate it because I did run it by my girlfriends and I said, well, he, you know, but I said, I'm not going to do a chaperone. If it's weird, I just get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we know that first date went well because here you guys are now. Yes. <laughs> but going back to then after that first date, um, when did you guys like officially start dating? Probably a couple of months. I was probably, I'll be honest, it probably was a month. I'm not going to even say a couple of months because we, we, we just immediately had that synergy. You know what I mean? And so coming from, which I know you may access later, both being divorcees, we knew what we wanted. Okay. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like, I'm going to waste time. If there's a connection, let's see where it goes. And it just kind of happened like that. The next thing you know, we're just going on date after date after concert. <laughs> we're going to concerts and museums. And, yeah, you know, we Chicago did. has a lot of uh, different activities. You know, uh, they had Taste of Chicago. We, we were just it just kept going. He kept asking and I kept saying yes. <laughs> yeah, so official date uh, taking place after she had graduated because she invited me to yeah. our graduation. Yeah. And so she invited a, a couple of guys. So I'm the only guy that they know that <laughs> that showed up. Kind of <laughs> yeah, I was graduating from undergrad. I have a degree in uh, broadcast journalism from Columbia College in downtown Chicago. And so, yeah, I invited three guys and that was always a joke. And they were just friends. I wasn't dating any of them. But he's the only one to show up, and I knew him the least amount of time. Go figure. Yeah, that's how you know he was a real one. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he came with flowers. Oh my goodness, roses. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah, he came. Yeah, hard. <laughs> Heavy hitter. Let's go, Daryl. Okay. Yeah. He also came correct. <laughs> he came, he did come correct, considering he didn't really know me at that point. He he came really correct, but still very hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know that you had um, in your story, you guys had just mentioned that you guys were both divorce divorcees. Mm -hmm. How long were you guys um, previously married? I was married uh, seven years. And how long were you? Oh, I was on marriage about two years, actually. Yeah. Previously. Mm -hmm. OK. And mm -hmm. then what was the time frame in between um, you guys getting divorced and then um, you guys meeting each other? I was single and I know it all too well, literally seven years before I ran into, before I connected with him. It was literal seven years for me. And it was the hardest seven years, but the best seven okay. years, because you may ask that question later. It was just um, a time for me to reinvent myself and to figure out who it was. Cause I got very, I got married very, very young. I married my high school sweetheart. And oh, okay. not a sweetheart, <laughs> which I soon discovered. So, yeah. So seven years for me, married in seven years before I connected with him. Yeah, it was about 10 years for me, actually. So um, and I had to go through a season of really, really. Healing and also understanding who I am, who I was at the time. And. Um, I didn't have a real, uh, um, a lot of support as well. One of the hardest things that I had to deal with is really getting over um, the, um, how can I say it, the shame. 
Yeah, because I got I got married and then I never thought that I would be, you know, getting divorced. And so it was a lot of shame that went along along with that. And then people that was in my circle at the time didn't really help me to navigate through that passage as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and so I had to uh, deal with the the shame, the unforgiveness, and uh, and I I really I I really you know had this inner war, this tuggle, this inner war, and this tuggle that you know maybe I'm not good enough or whatever the case may be. Dealing with rejection as well, and so it was a really tough season for me, a really hard passage uh, of life that I had to go through. But, you know, eventually I, I dealt with the shame, dealt with the unforgiveness and then allow God to heal my heart as well. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to, you know, regain some confidence in myself and also wanted to make sure that I'm a, a good person, you know, for, you know, for uh, being married again. And and also I know that I had a lot of gifts. I had a lot of talents. Um you know, I'm able to cook, clean, and do all those things. Listen, yes. And okay. I, didn't really need, I didn't really need to marry uh, someone to right. to take care of me. Oh, my, yes. You follow? Yes. I just needed to have companionship and also be able to build together. So that was my flight. That's one of the things I love about him. It's many things, but that's one of the things. He's very domesticated, <laughs> and it has to do with a good upbringing from his mom and his grandmother. You know, he was raised in a kind of old school, but some men even back then didn't get what he got. He got like extra. So he knows (laughs) how to cook. He's a great baker, especially, but he knows how to cook. When I met him, his house was pretty immaculate other than his thing he doesn't like, which is washing dishes. But everything else was (laughs) he It's like he just had it all together. And it was like when I saw it, it was like, wow. When I saw his place for the first time, I was like, wow. No woman lives here. He said, no, it's just me. But he was just so well domesticated because of his mom, <laughs> his grandmother, and even his father. They were just like, get up at 6 a.m. on Saturdays and Sunday. You're going to work. You're going to clean. So he <laughs> he had no choice. It was just in him. So that's one of the things I really like about him. So he's self-sufficient in that, meaning if I'm not here, he's still he's not going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. I love that about him. Not a lot of wives can say that. Yeah, yeah. The first one, I can't say that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, Daryl, you had mentioned that you had given the thought of remarriage, like that was a possibility for you when Mm. you're going through your time. But, Charlotte, was that anywhere in your thought process for you? Did you think about it? Were you just like, oh, no, this is. Well, in the very beginning. Uh Because, again, I told you I married my who I thought was my sweetheart, which he wasn't in the beginning. I was like, I'm never getting married again. (laughs) But I remember my mom told me very specifically, she said, baby, you're young. You will love again. If you allow yourself to heal, you will love again. She said, don't don't just cut that part of your life out. It is possible to move beyond this. And my mother was saying this, even though she was in a broken marriage. So for both of us, we both came from families where there was divorce, where there was brokenness. I didn't grow up. I love my mom and I love my, my dad. They're both deceased now, but they didn't do well together. I never mm. saw love. I never saw him. Hold, my dad hold my 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 mom's hand. I never saw them kiss. I never saw them do any affection. So part of my challenge was when I got married the first time, I was looking for that. And I didn't realize it at the time. But, you know, you go by hindsight. 
I was looking for what I didn't see. Trying to line it up with the movies or <laughs> what I thought. The only couple I knew that really was very affectionate was my aunt who just died this year. She was married to my uncle for like 35 years. They loved each other. That's the only affection I saw, but I never saw it in my own home. So mm-hmm. I was fortunately looking for that even at a young age, because at that time in my life, I was a very, I was very shy introverted, if you can believe him too. We're complete opposite of that. So people tell me you can't change. Oh, yes, you can. I am not an introvert in any form of fashion. So I was looking for something that I didn't see, which caused me to get into a very toxic relationship. So, yeah, in the beginning, I didn't. But as time goes on, like my mom told me, I began to entertain. You know what? Yeah. I am still young. I hadn't had any kids, nothing. I'm like, I can do this because, but the, the key was, which I may be jumping the question is I chose to heal. Mm. That was one of the major things for me. And I, I believe, and I know if I hadn't chose to go through the healing process, I wouldn't have, this guy wouldn't even have been able to recognize me. Cause I tell mm. like, even I talk to, if you're broken, the real man, He's not going to really see you because all he's going to see is broken pieces. But because I was whole to the degree that I could be whole as an individual. Right. By the mm-hmm. time he saw me, he could recognize me. He didn't see a broken vessel mm. because I chose to heal. Yeah. So I'm grateful that it was very difficult. Challenging because when you're healed, you got to deal with you. What were your mistakes? What did you do or couldn't I have done? Blah, blah, blah. Even though in my situation, it was because of infidelity. I'm just going to be honest with you on his part. <laughs> and it was very, it crushed me. Right. But I still had to deal with what could I have done better? You know, you still have to deal with you. And sometimes we don't want to do that. If we could be honest, right. We don't want to deal with ourselves. <laughs> so, yeah, self-reflection is really hard. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, dealing dealing with self it can be very it can be very time consuming. Oh, yeah. Um it can be eye opening and it can be very challenging because it's easy for us to look at someone else and tell them what they need to do mm-hmm. but when you're looking at the man in the mirror <laughs> then you have to look at the man in the mirror and then accept truth and then learn how to make changes. And changes is not necessarily the most easy thing to accomplish. It can be very, very taxing, but it also can can be very rewarding when you deal with the baggage of the past. And so when you're trying to move into a future, okay, you can't take the baggage with you because the baggage is not necessarily, it's going to, it's going to fit well with your with your future event or also with your future self mm-hmm. as well. And so it was important for me to become the best person that I can become. And so I'm a, I'm always going to learn. I'm always going to uh, um, learn how to become better, do better. Always want to position myself to be the best that I can be and also make improvements in our relationship and in my marriage as well. So that's important to me mm-hmm. as a man. It's important to me as a father. It's important for, uh, to me as an individual. Okay. So when I, even when I'm going to work, when I, uh, uh, I put my signature on something, I'm putting my signature on it because of the fact that it represents who I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
So I want to be the best representation that I can be. Wow. I love that you guys both talk about how you guys went on your own healing journeys. And that just makes it your story so much better because you guys found each other like at the right moment when you guys were supposed to. Any other time, it probably wouldn't have had the same outcome. But you guys both put in the work. And now here you guys both are together. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was definitely, I, I, I agree, divine timing. Um, I wasn't necessarily looking at the time that he approached me, but that thought was there. It's like, you know what? Like I said, I, I'm going to get married again, but I didn't know it was going to pop like that mm-hmm. when I wasn't thinking about it because I was finishing up undergrad at the time. And so I was busy, you know, working full time in undergrad. And so I wasn't thinking about a man <laughs> at that moment, but sometimes that's when it happens. You're not thinking about it. So during this time, when did you, when did you guys know, like I'm asking both of you, but when did you guys know that this, this is, this is my person. This is it. (laughs) Yeah. Tell your side. (laughs) I guess for me, because of the fact that uh, Charlotte is a very caring individual and she's a, a person that the least, the, the person that would even she wasn't quick to pass judgment on individuals. She always gave an individual um, the um, opportunity to prove themselves, right? And me, I was I was opposite of that. I passed judgment you know, on a person immediately, okay? So that right there was attracted to me. It, it attracted me in trying to understand, you know, why, how did she come with that concept? And then how did she come with those, those views that she's not going to judge someone immediately. She will always give them the benefit of the doubt. And that right there, you know, that was, uh, that drew me to her. And we had great conversations. We talked about life. We talked about what we want to do. We Mm -hmm. talk about, you know, us as individuals. So we had opportunities to build relationship that was, that was mostly intellectual. And that basically created you know, intimacy. Yes. Okay. So it wasn't about the sexual appeal, you know, although she's, you know, uh, good looking and (laughs) easy on the eyes, but, (laughs) but she's still yet a smart individual, very intelligent. And so that was, that's appealing (laughs) and that's appealing. And, um, and she's a person of, of peace. She has um, a welcoming spirit. And so, I'm not the kind of guy that, you know, I need a lot of, you know, noise around me. I'm very peaceful as well. And so we kind of um, we, we kind of connected, you know, and able, was able to collaborate at various levels. And so we had opportunities to spend time together, going out and you know, mm-hmm. getting to know each other. We went to, we had a lot of dates. We uh, did. We went to a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of dinners. We went to a lot of dance oh, went, Africa. I had a connection with dance Africa. Scott, we went almost movies, every year. Movies, plays. plays. Oh my and goodness. And we went to uh, yeah. concerts and we went things. To concert. And I like that he liked that stuff. You know, some people mm-hmm. some- I can say boring. They're like, I don't want to go to a museum. I don't want to. I'm like, well, how do you get to know how people act in different environments if you don't go to those environments? But Very also, true. he liked it. You know what I'm saying? And so I was that kind of person. I like travel. I like seeing things. I like visiting places. And he was like that. And I'm like, wow. So that's <laughs> one of the things that attracted me to him. 
and that we had similar mindsets. So he mentioned that it wasn't about the libido. So for us, we were celibate. So I'm putting that out there for everyone to know. We mm-hmm. were celibate because that was a choice we made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we know as counselors, which you may access later, we tell them, you know, you can do what you want. You're grown. But we're telling you, if you engage the physical piece, it's going to really inhibit you understanding intellectual intimacy. You're not going to really have a true understanding of what this person is like because it's all going to be physical. Because once you do that, that kind of like, it gives you uh, you have on rose colored glasses and we've seen mm-hmm. this over and over. You're not as ob- objective as you could be right. because it's all about the libido. You don't have to love anybody to have sex on. You guys know that. So you mm-hmm. have to really get to know a person that you're talking about spending the rest of your life with, especially from mm-hmm. our, pri- our point, because we have been married before. We're like, we're doing this again, but this is it. Mm-hmm. So I need to really know who this person is. Do I want to look at him for the next 50 years? You know what I mean? Who is right. he? <laughs> and that's not going to I'm not going to I wasn't going to learn that by jumping in the bed with him. I had to get to know him out away from that. And so I just mm-hmm. want to put that little pin <laughs> there for us. And it really it does. It, it helps immensely. I'm telling you, it does. It does. Yeah. Did you guys talk about marriage in this time? Yes. <laughs> So, so we, so one of the questions I know you, you might want to ask, how long was it before we got engaged? So it was about six months. So let me just tell you from April. So from the moment we started the first date to the time we got married, it was only 10 months. <laughs> okay. So I proposed to her. Yeah. Um, we went on our first date in April. Uh-huh. I proposed to her in October of 1999, the same yeah. year. Yeah. And then we got married uh, March. March 18th of 2000. Yeah. So I don't necessarily recommend that for everybody, but for us, because we were where we were, you know, we had experienced marriage already. Yeah. Absolutely. We knew what we, we didn't want and what we weren't going to accept and what we wanted. So literally dating, engage, and let me add in counseling because we're counseling. We went to three different sets of counselors. And we just did it just because. And then we got married within 10 months. But everybody can't do that. Right. It may be a little bit longer. I don't know. Some people have gotten married a little bit less. But for us, it just worked because, again, we knew what we wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So did you guys have a big wedding, small wedding, courthouse? It was a pretty medium size. I yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't extremely large. It wasn't no. extremely small. So I say it was about 150, around 125, 30 people, something like yeah, that. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was very nice, actually. It was really yeah. nice. Yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. And so you say that you guys went to three different, like the premarital counseling. Uh-huh. Is there? Was there a difference between the three or is like, oh, let's just get different opinions? Well, it just kind of happened. The first one was our pastor and then Mm -hmm. it was somebody else that was under him and an elder. And And then it was an actual couple. Yeah. Okay. So we got the, you know, the, 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 the woman, she was single. So she gave us her viewpoint, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. the other couple, of course, that gave us their viewpoints. So it just kind of happened. I said, well, do you want to? It's not like we we sought that out. Oh, okay. I said, hey, we just want to, you know, if you want to add a little extra layer of security, <laughs> <laughs> then we suggest you meet with them. And that's how it just kind of happened. So I'm grateful. I mean, we they talked about everything. 
<laughs> Ask us everything. And we do the same thing with couples too. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important at least to have one set mm-hmm. of counselors. For We say that for anybody. You need to get someone outside of you and that other person because they're the only ones that can objectively see what you would never see. Right. Because they're not in love. <laughs> they're not <laughs> attached. So they're going to see things that you just won't see. You know? Right. And then also they will um, basically not just see things, but give you some wisdom and some insight and give you a new perspective about, mm-hmm. you know, what you're embarking upon. And uh, and and also maybe um, an experience that they have had and also help you to identify something that you have in your life that you really have not necessarily pinpointed, but mm-hmm. something that's need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you those opportunities to, you know, to kind of, you know, deal with those those issues, those matters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and shed some light and give some uh, give um, some. Uh, some salute you have to bring about the solution, but mm-hmm, right. we can give you some wisdom, or maybe a tool that you can use to help you to navigate through um, an issue that you've experienced in the past. Yes, whether it's hurt, whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's pain, whether it's things that you have suppressed because mm-hmm. you know we are survivors. Okay, mm-hmm. just think. We are survivors, so we do what it takes to survive, right? So if we have to suppress the and a pain or emotion, put it down, don't want to deal with it until uh, an appointed time that you must deal with it in order to get to a next level. Mm-hmm. So now at that appointed time, you have to deal with that that issue, whatever that issue have may may have been at the time. And also, he said survival, but living in a survival mode can become toxic. Mm-hmm. Right. You should be beyond just surviving every day. Some people survive five, 10, 15. I knew someone that they separated from their spouse. They were separated for 30 years, never got divorced. And then he died. And the the woman he was with, it was like the wife was still had all this unforgiveness and it mm. affected her health. So just surviving, she was just surviving. I'm getting by. He ain't here. And he ain't been here in, in 30 years. That's not that's not a healthy place to be. You know, you need to learn how to overcome and not just be uh, surviving, but thriving in life. Mm-hmm. Only get one life. So we need to learn how to thrive, if that makes sense. That does. So you guys did have like a quick timeline, but it's because you guys both knew what you guys wanted. But what was your engagement story? How did that happen? <laughs> I'll let this guy tell you. <laughs> oh, the engagement story. Oh, wow. So we were having a conversation. I was talking to her over the phone and then I just felt, you know, this, this, this emotion that came over me and I just asked her. So I said, would you marry me? She said, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Over the phone, man. (laughs) No. <laughs> yes, I said it. <laughs> I needed a proper, you know, ask. <laughs> and so, um, and so we we got together, and um, we was in in. We were together. I think uh, I'm not sure where we were. At my condo. Was that your? Yeah, we were in my condo. I thought we were. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, I asked her to marry me. And then she said, yes. And but so you didn't time, back it up. Tell her what happened. Tell them what happened. He, what? he came. We went out on a date. And he, he oh, said, no, no, oh, no, 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 wait. tell that part about. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I did. Um, I went shopping for a ring. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm back in Chicago, they have what they call Jewelers Row. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jewelers Row. Are you guys from Chicago? Have you been uh-huh. there? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Oh, you are from Chicago? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Jewelers Row, right? So, you know, yeah, okay. Jewelers Row, Wabash right. Avenue, right? So I went there and I went shopping for a ring. And because of the fact that on Jewelers Row, you can have you can have your your uh, rings, um, you know, have them customized, right? Mm-hmm. So did that. And um I came over one uh, one evening and um, uh, just passing through, had to go someplace. And then I, I, I got on my I got on my knee and then I said, there's something on my head here. Can you take a look and see if that's what that is? Right. I was clueless. And then, <laughs> and then I popped the question. I had the ring. And I asked her, would she marry me? All right. Yeah. <laughs> the ring, you know, I think the ring. What the ring was, was it's fantabulous. It, it was beautiful. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and a few dollars on that ring. It was beautiful. But he 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 it threw me when he said, What's on the top? You see anything on top of my head? And then he looked up with the ring in his hand. It was so cute. It <laughs> <That> is adorable. <laughs> yes, it was truly adorable. <laughs> and so and so and um and, um, once we did that, then we then that's when we actually start talking about the marriage counseling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that was important uh, for us because of the fact that it is important. We understand that, you know, scripture says that in the multitude of counsel, there's safety mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's also wisdom as well. And so we weren't, you know, we both are seeking counseling and seeking wisdom uh, because of the fact that we want, we don't want to duplicate you know, the, the patterns of the past. So we had to do mm-hmm. something different. Yes. And so that's where, you know, the counseling came in. Uh, I was at one ministry, she was at another ministry. And so I met with her pastor and I met with the elder and then, I'm, and then we also met with we'll a couple mm-hmm. that, uh, that was elder at the church that I was attending yeah. at the time. Yeah. That was okay. a good mix. It, it was, was a good, it, it was, was a good mix, mix as well. Yeah sure that we were, you know, stands, you know, um, um, friends, uh, future, uh, mm-hmm. our dating events. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. We're staying, staying safe as that. Yeah, and then we also introduce, I introduce her to my friends because I thought that was very, that's very important, important as well. That mm-hmm. is very okay, you know, and yeah. uh, she introduced as well, um, and so and. For the most friends to meet your significant other before mm-hmm. you find that out, because again, they're going to see stuff you may not see, right. and you want them to like each other. Because if you plan on doing this for the rest of your life, man, you're going to be with family, maybe holidays, birthdays, vacations, like we we do. We have friends we've traveled with, you know, <laughs> to concerts. So you, you and I don't which before engagement. This is um right after the engagement. So we start going okay. to stuff with groups. Now we haven't dated, right. but going with groups. Yeah, that was after that. So we start, you know, hanging out more with the groups to get there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we felt pretty safe now. 
Some people may do it. We were pretty confident that we weren't off pretty much. <laughs> so <laughs> we felt safe enough. Okay, we engage now. Let's show you to the world. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so planning a wedding in four months ish. Yeah, ish. Yeah. Is my math right? All right. Well, October no, math, to yeah, yeah, but okay. anyways. March, yeah. <laughs> From October to March. That's that's a real quick yeah. turnaround. Um and a lot of times weddings cause like stressors. Was there anything in like as you were planning your wedding that not necessarily made you like pause, but just like sit there and you're like, oh no, I'm making the right choice. This is the right one. No, I, I didn't have that issue. The only issue I think we had was the yeah. caterer. We found out we had to go to a different caterer and it was almost double the price. That was the only stressor for me. Because we ended up just mm-hmm. getting married and having a reception in the same exact room. <laughs> so they kind of like split the room. Oh, so okay. the front of the room is where we had the actual wedding and they had the chairs and then behind us they had the round tables and then they just added more round tables. As we went outside for the reception, they put the rest of the tables. So that made it a lot mm-hmm. easier. So it was no transporting back and forth. So I think that was the, right, the right. hardest thing, just that last change of that upcharge on the caterer. Like double like, wait a minute, okay, now who mm-hmm. we gotta take off the list because we're not gonna spend that kind of money. <laughs> and we literally have to do that. Yeah. yeah. And then also she had a great um event planner as well. Oh so yeah. That, that, that really removed okay. a lot of stress it as well. Did. Because it, she it, was really she was good. really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So Mm-hmm. So what was that first year of marriage like for you guys? For me, it was a breeze. I mean, <laughs> coming from a toxic relationship. Oh, I know what a breeze looks like. Mm-hmm. OK, because um, my first year of my previous relationship was not good. So this one, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't even waiting. You know, some people say it's waiting for the shoe to fall. I wasn't because I have been healed. And I'm like, I'm, no shoe is going to fall against this because this is we just work. I, I, I don't know. I'm just so grateful. I say that pretty much every day. I'm grateful that we work. Do we always agree? No, he's a man. I'm a woman. We're not going to always agree on everything. But the, the key is I know he's for me for him, mm-hmm. period. When it's all said and done, if we don't agree, he is for me. This man still opens my door. Do you hear me? Okay. Hard door. He does it because he wants to. It's not because I'm saying, baby, open my door. He like runs to open my door. Okay. <laughs> and I so appreciate that because that that's just another expression of his love to me. And I mean, who gets that? I mean, everybody don't have that kind of treatment. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't take it for granted. I promise you, I don't. <laughs> so, so one of the things, a major adjustment that I had to make uh, during the first year, because I'm an avid golfer. Oh, and I yeah. used to go golfing every Saturday. OK, and so I had to make that mm-hmm. adjustment. And uh, and being, uh, you know, being, you know, someone athletic and, you know, you get in the, get in the zone, you you golfing all the time with my buddies and um, <laughs> and then I had to make that adjustment as well. But I didn't golf as much, but I still golf and I still yet golf today. Yes. OK, mm-hmm. so that's something I enjoy doing and it's um, has become a part of my life as well. So uh, but other than that, um, you know, some things um, to learn 
what you need. We had to learn, me had to learn exactly how I needed to adjust as well to make her feel comfortable and to make her feel mm-hmm. welcome as well. Okay, so, and... Because um, I moved to his place. I had a condo mm-hmm. and he had a townhome. So I left oh, okay. my place, rented it out and moved with him. So I had to, that would be the only adjustment. I still would say it was a breeze because I went from a small <laughs> Hello, but uh, <laughs> but that was a little of a, just a little bit of an adjustment, you know, being in his. So it wasn't the traditional, you know, like man cave space. Right. It was so domesticated that it wasn't like I had, you know, some women going in and just say, I want to throw all this out. I didn't have to do any of that. It was amazing. I'm like, am I being punk? Like, <laughs> <this is real." laughs> anything in the living room i mean it was just such a, a good balance that he- <laughs> yeah yeah so what was the transition like for you guys becoming parents hmm. um for me it was it was beautiful in that because again i hadn't had any kids up until that point Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it was difficult. Now, the only transition I would say is we left Chicago to move to the Atlanta area when she was mm-hmm. less a year. That was the biggest transition. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to change. Oh, and yeah. my father, he lived here. He passed away two years ago, but he lived here. And so that was the probably the biggest the biggest thing that has impacted our marriage being in a different environment. Because I never thought I would leave Chicago. He didn't either. We just didn't mm-hmm. think, what are we going to live in Chicago for? We, you know, we live here all our lives. We know Chicago, but moving here was definitely an interesting process. <laughs> yeah. Do I miss the snow? Oh, no. <laughs> Do I have we, you know, settled in to the land? Oh, yes, we've settled in. I mean, we still visit Chicago because I still have family there. I have mm-hmm. nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews. So I still have reasons to be there. Yeah, but that I think that was probably the the biggest transition moving here. Yeah. Yeah, one of the biggest transitions that she had to deal with as well because she lost yeah. her mom right um right before our daughter was born. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, she died when well, my mom died a year, a year to the year date before. of our first year anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. Just quickly, she we, we didn't know she was she didn't even know she was sick. And so that was a very challenging time for me because again my daughter she wasn't even in in the womb yet <laughs> technically and so my mom never got to meet her and my mom was a, she was a great mom yeah, so yeah that was lady. that was um a difficult time we talk about that on one of our podcasts where we talk about postpartum depression i mm-hmm. really got hit hard with that not just because mm-hmm. of the chemical piece but because my mom wasn't there mm-hmm. so i got the support that I really needed. Everybody was at work, everybody busy. And then not having your mom, it just really kind of hit me, you know, when I had my daughter. So that was probably another key point in our marriage moving. And then having my daughter and my mom was gone and not, not there to support me with that. So that was a, a part I had to really, you know, press my way through. And he was there to help, of course, mm-hmm. he was there to help, but it was only, you know, so much you can do is just something I had to work through as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, experience postpartum depression is real. Nobody can tell Very. me because I experienced it. Okay, so they can't tell mm-hmm. me it's not real. It's not just in my head. I mean, it's it's chemical. It's it's emotional. It's a lot. But when you're dealing with death, because I was grieving, and you mix all that together, man, that can be very uh like an atomic <laughs> right there. 
yeah so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and um uh, our daughter was born uh, in chicago the yes. chicagoland area yes and uh, as well and so she was a I mean, a, a, pleasant, a great baby, a pleasant baby. I mean, they're just so. And guess when she was born? So guess when well. she was born? Take a wild guess. April. April. No, no. she was no. born on his birthday. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's my permanent birthday gift. Like, oh, I can't. <laughs> They've celebrated their birthday course every year. I, it was such a, a great gift. My, I remember when I told him my um, OBGYN said, oh, she's going to be born on November 13th. I said, you're kidding. <laughs> she said, why? I said, that's my husband's birthday. <laughs> she said, well, that's the date. And that was <laughs> She was right on it. I'm like, lady, I'm like thinking, <laughs> how did she know that this guy can whatever month she went, April, March, whatever, right, the, right. whatever the day was. Mm-hmm. And she said, November 13th. I said, no. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they have a very special bond, not just because he's a great dad, but also because they share the same birthday. Because it was, Sweet. you know, great memories you made with the little birthday cakes. They would have a cake each, you know, when she was younger, the little round. Mm-hmm. Cake. So yeah, being being a mom and um having our daughter's been it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's yeah. been a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just um um on the, my daughter's second second birthday, right? Oh yeah. Two year second, second year, year uh-huh, birthday. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Cause we never given her sweet and uh, sweet to that, right? To that. No sweets, okay. <laughs> we eat all of the baby foods or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And we gave her some cake. Oh my God. Her eyes were like saucers, like, like Damn, like, oh, <laughs> what was that? What was that? And she's like, oh, never. <laughs> <We're> never- <laughs> and she's loved sweets every Ever since, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. You know how you see those baby videos where babies yeah. like, she was that baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. so, so time together. We, yeah, we do. He's he's funny. That's good. He's quirky funny. No, I'm not quirky. <laughs> I said quirky. No, no, quirky. I'm, not, I'm not quirky. Well, I sing quirky, and he says my I, I'm quirky sometimes too with my jokes. I don't even be trying, but anyway, yeah. it works. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you guys are in business together, correct? How did that mm-hmm. come about? Oh, okay. Okay. You're frozen again. So our business came about um, because where we were a nonprofit ministry, people just began to start Mm -hmm. coming up to us and asking us their advice about relationships and marriage in particular. And we like, so that kept happening. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you know, uh, in that particular circle, they asked us to uh, start counseling kind of more from there and then we said you know what we need to make this a business because we do this outside of here and we mm-hmm. always wanted to have a business together we've tried different businesses <laughs> and we've been, like most entrepreneurs you try to say okay that one didn't work and so because we had such a passion being married before we wanted people mm-hmm. to we wanted to help people build the right foundation if possible if they wanted to listen we were going to assist them the best way we could. And so we said, let's start this business um, called DNC Marriage Enrichment. 
and so that we can help engage couples and married couples because we've counseled both. Mm-hmm. I do have a master's degree in counseling, <clears throat> um, human mm-hmm. service counseling with a cognate in premarital marital counseling. So it kind of more that kind of just worked together. I mean, it's just like, mm-hmm. man, you know, but yeah, we've counseled a number of couples. We've married a couple because we we're ordained ministers. So we are able to marry people. So we married a few couples. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's just it's been it's been an interesting journey with that, you know, because, again, we've seen the pain, the trauma, the hurt Mm -hmm. of a lot of different couples. And again, a lot of them didn't go through, like we said, healing Mm -hmm. (laughs) from bad previous relationships. And so because of that, then they sit in front of us and they looking at us like we have kids and (laughs) trying to help them. Um, understand you still dealing with the baggage. I see the ball and chain on your ankle. You're still talking about what he did or what she did from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then you're asking us, why isn't this working? <laughs> you see? And so, like I said, from those encounters with people saying, you know, they just need to help. That's how it just really more. So, like I said, we established our company and um, we've done all kinds of things. We've done, of course, the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of group events where we had 25, 30 couples at a time. Um, we've done a lot of different things. We actually wrote our first book called Marriage Takes Three for Married Couples. It's really for anybody, but it's, it's, it's um, catered towards married couples. Mm-hmm. And so we use that in our, when we, we talk with couples and um, yeah, that's how we kind of got into it. And we created our own um, digital course, marriage course recipe for success. So especially, and that came really about, you know, with COVID and everything that happened, you couldn't meet one-on-one anyway. Mm-hmm. So that was just, we just included that. So we we have a lot of things uh, that we've done in our effort to want to give back, mm-hmm. you know, so people don't, if they want, they don't want to make the same. We don't want them to make the same mistakes we made if they can help it. I mean, it's all a choice. You know, people, we can't make anybody do anything. But if you right. come to us for help, we tell you that we already give you a disclaimer. Listen, we're not the fluff fluff. We gonna come <laughs> and you can take it or you don't. You can not take it. Yeah. Sure, grown people. Well, yes. Because of the fact that you yes. do have to have levels of maturity in order to uh, continue your marriage and uh, develop mm-hmm. your, your marriage and develop uh, yourself because you you need to put more work on in you um, as an individual as opposed to trying to change someone else. Okay, if you going into marriage and you want to change them, then you have the wrong perspective because mm-hmm. that's that's not your position. That's not your job. That's not your responsibility. Uh, your responsibility is to become the best that you can uh, be. And mm-hmm. then also you come together, you adding value to the re- to the relationship. If you're unable to add value to the relationship, then you're not you're not ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh. OK. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole word. So what has been the best part about your guys's marriage? I would say us learning to grow together, learning us uh, how to work together. I really, you know, enjoy my wife. Uh, she's uh, she's talented. She's gifted. She's uh, she's a great um, writer. She's a um, she's very good at administrating. Um, if um, if I want her to plan uh, an event, uh, you listen, she she's good at it. I'm hands off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, she can get it done. And um, really, 
you know, learning how to, how we able to come together and also enjoy each other and, um, and spending time together. I, I enjoy spending time with her. I enjoy the quality time. I enjoy us, you know, having <laughs> conversations, um, mm-hmm. talking about situations and analyzing events and analyzing uh, people relationships as well that come that you know come into our hearing mm-hmm. and then trying to say what would be the best solution for that right so we kind of work together and trying to solve issues and 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 uh problems so to speak so we work well yeah, in that and aspect. i think if i can add um being able to talk to someone about the future you know, mm-hmm. if you're so bogged down with pain from the past, you can't think about the future. You don't even probably see a future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, being able to be with someone that has a desire to actually from the very beginning, he's like, I want to do this and I want to do that. And that's really saying, you know what? Let's do that because really that's what marriage we believe is all about. It's not just two people getting together just to be together because they got, you know, woo, 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 the, the warm and fuzzies. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to impact the world as two people that you probably couldn't do as one? Because it should be double time, right? Impact. And so our, our desire is to impact, leave our positive, um, a positive message for the world, if you will, um, to say we've been here. I mean, you got to make a difference, right? I mean, that's, at least that's how we think. We, we could be. <laughs> Thank you. But that's how we think it's couples and even singles, but impact couples and say you can get through it. We did. You know, yeah. we got through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Daryl and Charlotte, first of all, we want to say thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come and talk to us and let us learn a little bit more about you guys. But before we let you go, we do have one last question that we ask all of our guests. And that question is, is marriage worth it? Absolutely. If you marry, (laughs) if you have the right person in your life and um, you're looking to build a future together, build life together, because marriage is all about creating and also uh, creating a life, but also leaving a legacy and and then making history. Yeah. It's all to be able to do that. You create memories because of the fact that things are going to change. We're going to change. Our bodies are going to change. Our perspective are going to change mm-hmm. if we allow it to. So everything around us is going to change. And so if you're mm-hmm. you re- ready for the ride, <laughs> you know, marriage is worth it. Absolutely worth it. I I couldn't imagine um, life, of course, at this point without this dude. <laughs> It's just been such a good thing. Now, that's not to say that if you're single, you choose to be single, you can, of course, still have a wonderful life. So I want to make sure that's very clear. But to answer that question, absolutely being married to the correct person, the right person, especially after having, you know, being in a toxic, it is absolutely worth it. And I'm so grateful that he found me. He really did. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) He found me. And I was smart enough to see that he was the one that I wanted to spend the rest of my life. I was smart enough because I, I was, I was, you know, my mind was clear. My emotions were clear. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
So he wasn't necessarily what I was on my list, but I didn't even need that list to be honest. Cause he had the main things. Last thing I'll say, one of the things my dad should tell me, he tell me, don't ever date a guy. If his nails are dirty and his shoes are dirty, keep stepping. That was one he said. Dirty nails means he don't care about himself, and if you don't care about his shoes, that means you don't know what his house looks like. He said the nails have to be clean; they have to have on clean shoes. And this dude right here, Michael, <laughs> his nails have always been, and his shoes. Lord have mercy. <laughs> he just he's just a well put together guy. But anyway, I'll leave it there. <laughs> and there you have it. It is an absolutely from Daryl and Charlotte. You can go ahead and let our listeners know where they can find your book or if they want to get in contact with you guys. Sure. I mean, we're on all social media sites. We're on YouTube. We have a podcast called True for Daily Living. You can catch that on YouTube or any of the podcast stations, whether it's Apple Podcasts, any of those, you'll find us. We're on um, IG, Marriage Enrichment, The Bakers. We're on Twitter. So pretty much everywhere we are is mm-hmm. Marriage Enrichment, The Bakers. Our website, you can catch us on that, enrichmymarriage.com, or you can check out our um, our course, our e-course, which is marriagecoursereciforsuccess.com. That's a six-week course. And our books, they're on Amazon, yes. all of our books. I've written several books, children's books, other books. We've written, like I said, the book together, Marriage Takes Three. So you can find, just look for Daryl and Charlotte up on Amazon. If you want a different uh, signed copy, you can go to our website. A lot of things going on. So yeah, anywhere on social media, we're there. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Marriage Worth It. You can also email us at marriageworthit at gmail.com. I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And this has been... Is Marriage Worth It? <laughs>